Hello, I'm Sinead. And I'm Brian. Each week we introduce each other to a film that we love. If the other's not equally enamoured, it could mean the end of our 22-year relationship. Warning, there will be spoilers, swearing and undoubtedly arguments. This is Reasons to Dump You, the podcast that means everything. Hola, Brian. I don't think we're in London anymore. No, we are not. Tell these lovely people where we are. La Manga, España. España. We are coming to you with this episode from España. Hola. ¿Cómo estás? <laughs> very good. You're very good. You're getting very, very uh, knowledgeable on the old Spanish language yeah. there. Yeah. And sandwich con queso. Nice. Anything else? No. That's pretty much it. Yeah, Just a cheese sandwich. Cheese sandwich. That's all as, long I as, I need. as long as I can live on cheese sandwiches and beer, never going to have a problem. For the entirety of my time in Spain, yeah. cheese sandwiches and beer. Oh, well, I'm very glad I'm sharing a bathroom <laughs> with you. Well, apart from that reason to dump yes. you, let's get to reasons to dump you. Let's do it. And the point of what we're all here for. Yep. It's my choice. It is. It's your week. Which means you're super excited. I am. I've got a cult classic for you this Ooh, time. Go on. I mean, I'll be honest, most of mine are classics, but this is a cult classic True. From, from the 80s. Right. Excellent decade to choose from. <laughs> Isn't it? Right, I've got three little clues for you. Go ahead. Um, the first clue is, this is a sequel. All right. Okay. So, have I seen the first one? Yes, you have. All right. Absolutely. Most people, I would imagine, will have seen the first one. Good. Um, the star of this film was also very much the opposite of The Best Wizard. Okay. And in my opinion, this film has the scariest characters ever portrayed in a children's movie. Ever. Ever. Underline ever. 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 Any ideas what I'm going to make you watch? I think Return to Oz. Yeah. Oh, yes. Lord. Return to Oz. Yeah. Ozzy. Oz. Okay. It's exciting, isn't it? Is that the one with the things with the really long arms and the wheels? The wheelers. Yeah. Terrifying. And the flying monkeys, that one. Terrifying. Flying monkeys was the Wizard of Oz. Was it? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, 100%. Okay. She, she, the green witch, and she sent out the flying okay. monkeys. Just saying, puts a whole new lot on the seagull issue. Well, as, as in you'd be more scared of flying monkeys. Well, obviously, but like if I'm going to get pooed on by anything... You'd rather a seagull. Personally, yeah. I think a monkey could be pretty vicious from that height. Yeah, it would probably throw its feces at you as well, wouldn't it? Why would it catch it and then throw it? I don't know, but don't monkeys do that? Like, you know, when they're in the zoo, don't they throw their feces at people? Yeah, but I think that's just because they're in a cage. Yeah. <laughs> staring at them. I'd throw oh. feces at people if they put me in a cage and had people parading. Yeah, them. no, I agree. But you think if they were flying free, they'd be... They just they just let it go wherever it was. Well, why would they reach under and catch? Anyway, we, we've drifted. Yeah, but we digress. <laughs> we return to Oz. Excellent. No feces chucking monkeys involved. Perfect. Uh, it's blooming brilliant. You're going to love it. Okay. You're going to be terrified. Okay. You're going to have all the emotions during this film. I get the feeling I might. Yes. Let's go watch it. Okay. Um, and let's see what you think. I'm glad to see you've finally got yourself into the 80s. That's important. Yeah, exactly. I can't keep dallying around the 90s in this modern right. era life. <laughs> okay. Let's get cracking. Straight back to the best uh, the best decade of all for you. <laughs> Obviously, we... renowned for being the best filmmaking decade. 
we are going to go and watch this on um, Amazon. We are. Um, Apparently. Yeah, I I purchased it from Amazon. I don't think you it was purchased. Well, it. yeah, I don't think it was you... available to rent. Okay, how much did it cost you? Uh, Seven ninety nine, I think. What you paid for Bloodsport? So don't look at me as if I'm the weirdo. Bloodsport was a like seven and a half out of ten movie. You are the weirdo here, Mister. This is a cult classic, <laughs> not bestseller. Um, I can imagine. Well, it might be now. You might have just doubled its gross. I hope, do you know what? I really hope I have. Yeah, me too. I really, really no, I hope do as I well. have. Come on, let's go watch it. I'm, I'm itching. Cool. I'm itching. I'm looking forward to it, yeah. Let's head to Oz. Let's, in fact, return to Oz. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Okay, we'll be back. Cool. We'll see you soon. Bye. Welcome back. We are definitely not in Kansas anymore. No, we are not. We and hola, hola. We've been to Oz. We're back from Oz. We We've are. returned to Oz. We've we returned have. from Oz. I think we have. What a wild ride that was! Wasn't it just? Did you have nightmares? I actually did. Weird dreams. I hope they're not related. I was kind of at the seaside. I was digging my feet in the sand, and all these weird things were coming out. Deadly of the sand. desert. <gasps> Didn't think of that. Yeah. Did anything dissolve into sand? No. I don't know what else to say. Okay, no, maybe it wasn't the Deadly Desert, but no. that's probably what it was inspired by. Well, I reckon. Um, what did you think? I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, you um, did. Yeah. I mean, I love the fact that you went proper 80s for me. Of course, 85 to yeah. be precise. I mean, slap bang in the middle. Everything weird about it said 80s. Yeah. The production value said 80s. The choice of actors said 80s. Everything said 80s. And I really enjoyed it. And I'll be honest, as soon as the titles finished, the whole Walt Disney and Green thing, I was in. I was bought. That was it. Done. Music's cool. I'm in. Let's go. Well, on the music front, yes. shall we shall we kick off there before we even go, go any it. further? Um, whilst I was researching this film, yeah. I found, came across a very bizarre fact that I thought must be complete and utter nonsense. You know, some internet geeks just written this down for the hell of it. Um, apparently... There is um, a song, Return to Oz, yep. performed by Victoria Wood. Okay. As in our British Victoria Wood. I know who Victoria Wood Acorn Wood. Antiques, Dinner Ladies. I know. The legend that is Victoria Wood. I don't remember anyone getting their bottom spanked with a copy of the Woman's <laughs> Exactly. Well, it didn't ever make the film, but it was recorded okay. and it was on LP and it was like a thing, but didn't actually make it into the film. So is there any evidence? I, there is evidence, and I'm going to take you away, and I'm going to let you have a little listen to the evidence. So okay. Basically, anyone out there, if you just Google Victoria Wood, Return to Oz, you will be able to find... That's all they've got to Google? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It, a very bizarre little piece of trivia. All right. So let's have a listen, and yeah. then you can tell me if this makes it even weirder than okay. it all already is. Okay, so is that the weirdest... Thing you've ever heard in your life. What's weirder is the joy you get from it. Oh my it's atrocious. <laughs> I mean, what the? It's so bad, it's good. And what a little gem of information to find out. Oh, don't get me wrong, your facts are getting better and better week by week. Oh. Guys, seriously, Google it. <laughs> Just Google it. It's if the you bizarrest thing. Know or care about who Victoria Wood was. Just Google it. 
I've never seen anything like it in my entire life. I've never heard well, anything like it in my entire me life. Me neither. Um, I'd like to move away from it. I don't like it. Okay. Well, it didn't make the film. So well, it's I just, can see why. It's just yet another... It's just a yet another... Where are you, mister? Write the theme to sing the theme Listen, to. don't disrespect anything that Victoria Wood's ever done in her whole entire life. Even if she regrets that, you don't have the... Uh, my money's on she regrets that. Anyway. Well, she did. She regrets it um, Okay, so it's just another point to make that this film is the weirdest film Disney have ever made. Well, mm. it is. Okay. Um, synopsis. Yes, Let's please. Let's cut to the chase here. So IMDb, a very short synopsis. Not my favourite. Go on then. Dorothy, saved from a psychiatric experiment by a mysterious girl. <sighs> wow is somehow called back to Oz when a vain witch and the Gnome King destroy everything that makes the magical land beautiful. Okay. I mean, yeah. But, you know, like a lot of these synopsis... Yeah. It doesn't exactly... You know, it doesn't excite you for the film, does it? No, but IMDb don't excite you for any film, as a rule. Well, no, true. Um, you know, I, I'm yet to see a film on there that gets. There's not a huge film that gets anything like a popular rating and a decent synopsis. So. Yeah, I feel like they. I feel I don't know where they get them from. Whether they write them themselves or. But I feel like they could have done better with that one. Yeah. For this cult classic. I think so. Um, I'm loving the fact that you enjoyed it, Brian. I'm not mm. going to lie. That's thrown me off a little bit. One thing. Yeah. Have to bring up early doors. Right. The little girl who plays. Dorothy. Yeah. Who the hell is she? Because she plays a right skank later in life, doesn't she? I mean, I don't like the word skank, because I very much like her. Theresa Bulk. But she plays someone really skanky. She is in... You're probably thinking of her in The Waterboy with Adam Sandler. Nope. She plays Vicky Valancourt. Nope. Oh, she's um, in The Craft. She's the witch in the... One of the witches in no, The Craft. I don't think it's that. She's been in quite a lot of stuff. Are you sure it's not The Waterboy? But she's a weird look for Dorothy. I love her. I proper love her. But you can see potential heroin addict in that face. No, you could see a traumatised, damaged, <laughs> depressed child who hadn't slept for for months since this tornado had ripped through her home. That's uh, what you could see uh, in the face of little 11-year-old. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I forgot, it was a female character. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> let's move on. Okay, so... So her name was, again, the, the actress? Uh, Fariza Bulk. Fariza, I'm probably not... Faruka Bulk. No, I'm not... Faruka Salt. Oh. Doesn't matter. We'll move on. We'll look it up. We we'll are, put it in the show notes. F-A-I-R-U-Z-A. <laughs> what? F-A-I-R-U-Z-A. Okay. Fariza Bulk. Okay. Fariza Bulk. Okay, that's fine. You don't I know. How many times do I keep saying it? I'm probably getting it wrong every time. So I love the opening, right? Yeah. Really enjoyed the opening. Really enjoyed the fact that even though it was completely expository, they have no money at all. Like there's been the, the it's after the, the tornado, tornado, right? So everything's been ripped down. Yeah. The family got no money um, at all. Dorothy's clearly got PTSD. I know. I mean, Dorothy. Like, proper she's PTSD. So, yeah. You haven't slept for five months. <laughs> and she's like twitching. and. Oh, can we at this point point out that Auntie M... Is a bitch. Is played oh. by Piper Laurie, who happened to be Carrie's mother in Carrie. Okay, but but she gets top trumped. She gets top trumped by 
by by G Marsh, doesn't she? Old Nurse Wilson slash Princess Monby. Slash the secretary in Frenzy. Correct. I wondered if you were going to yeah. realise that. As soon as I saw the secretary from Frenzy, by the way, it will never be on this podcast because we've both seen it. If you haven't seen the Alfred Hitchcock classic Frenzy, go and see it. <laughs> Stop with listening to this. Stop wasting no, your time. No. Go and watch Frenzy and we'll get on with this. And then come back when you're finished and no, actually just, just move just on. Sta- just stay with us. <laughs> stay with us for Return to Oz. Yeah, so anyway, so they've got no money, but apparently they're going to borrow some to give the child electric healing. Electric healing. Note the word healing. Wow. <laughs> Dark. Yeah, I love it. Dark. It's great. So we've started off with Carrie White's mum taking the girl yeah. for basically electroconvulsive therapy. Yeah, and, and I love it because they do the Disney bit at the beginning. She sees a shooting star. Beautiful. Disney always have to have a shooting star. It's a fact. Yeah, so she's like, oh, that's my friends yeah. from Oz sending me a oh, message. Oh, my friends from Oz. Yeah, whatever. And then the chicken, I mean, Belina. by the way, the chicken wrangler on this film. They had multiple chickens, fact. <laughs> well, yeah, they were all in the field at the beginning. No, no, Belina was played by multiple chickens. Including an animatronic including one. Including an animatronic one, Okay, yes. I'm just checking you know that. Yeah. That's all right. Shit, there was animation in this film. Yeah, um, but the chicken wrangler must have been phenomenal. Mm. I've never known chickens to be so well behaved. I don't know any chickens. No. But I can't imagine they're easy to wrangle. Well, if you're a professional. Like if, you know what I mean? Like if you've trained. And to get that one to peck the key, flick it up. Amazing, yeah. Brilliant. So Belina finds a key. Belina is a chicken. Belina's the chicken. Okay. Uh, Belina can't lay any eggs. No, ever since the uh, tornado, she hasn't been able to lay any eggs. Good, good, good. Another one with PTSD. Good that we've established yeah. this early, because yeah. this is important later. Yeah. But she flicks her a key towards Dorothy. Yes. And I remember when I was a kid watching this film so yeah. many times. Yeah. And when she picked up that key and traced OZRs oh. in the top yeah, of the yeah, key, yeah, yeah. I remember oh. thinking, oh my God, it's clearly... It's absolutely clearly a key from Oz. I can see, I can see OZ written in the top of the key. Okay. Um, now, as a 40-something-year-old woman, yeah, it's just a key with a, a line across the middle of it, isn't How it? How dare you? You I don't mean, believe in magic at all. I was... That key said Oz on it, and I think that her auntie's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, because she tells her, oh, it's just a key to the old house. Yeah, and she's uh, basically, basically saying your imagination's dangerous. You're horrible. Well, this is where the real... Beauty of this film comes from, isn't it? Though, ultimately, it is all about Dorothy's depression and reality versus the fantasy world. Wow, yeah, it, isn't it though? Yeah, I suppose so. I just, I, I, I really, no, no, it. yeah, it is. It, it's basically that adult world against child's world, exactly. And, and yeah, and and to, as I said, Aunt M, to quote your mother, is an old bitch. An old bitch. She's an old bitch. Um. But yeah, anyway, they leave to go and get her this this therapy. And I love little Toto. Toto? Toto. Toto. Toto does not feature in this film, does he? No. He's sidelined for a chicken. Yeah, if you're watching it for Toto's big moment, don't bother. And Toto suddenly is some weird scruffy little mongrel thing. Oh, I liked him. He was like my neighbour's old dog. Okay. Yeah. But I'm going to say... I'm going to say... When he was pining for her as she was riding away in that car, and he's like, Arr! Yeah. Oh my God, that was brilliant. Yeah, it was brilliant. Again, another great wrangler. Whoever the dog slash chicken wrangler was, 
Step up, please. You should have got an Oscar. Oh, I've got lots of facts about the, the crew and whatnot on this film. I'll get to them as we go along. But okay. I'm telling you, this is the weirdest amalgamation of a Disney film. Fact. Go on. Um, apparently, yeah. um, multiple sources tell me that this was the first Disney film to use the rainbow going over the Disney castle at the beginning. Really? Well, I find that hard to believe, but I, that seemed to rainbow. be... Rainbow? It's not a rainbow, it's a shooting star. Hence why I mentioned the shooting star. It's never been a rainbow. Did I say rainbow? So maybe that's what they did for the first time. They used a rainbow rather than a shooting star. Oh, yeah. must have been then. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. Hmm. You know, Disney hasn't suddenly gone to support the NHS. <laughs> Gay pride. <laughs> Gay pride, yeah. I mean, they should do. So there you go. Um, yeah. So they head off to get her electric healing. Best town name I've ever seen. Ah, uh, they drive through. I mean, I lost 15 minutes of the film getting so excited about the town What name. was the town called, Brian? Franklin. Ah, uh, nice. What a great name. That's a great name for a town. It was kind of um, a bit like the Back to the Future 3 town, wasn't it? Where it was kind of being well, constructed. It was. So they come in on a buggy and it's being constructed. And it's yeah. this weird Back to the Future 3 kind yeah. of town. There's yeah. wood everywhere. There's only half a bank. And then they pull up at a house in Highgate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that she does say when they're driving through, they do say that they're driving through that town. Ah, okay, so that makes yeah. more sense because suddenly she's like, "There's no town." Yeah, and then she pulls up in like a very well cobbled <laughs> driveway. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah, exactly. Which also brings me to the point. Yeah. Um, didn't you get massive British vibes? Yes. From the scenery and everything in this film. So when they when they leave and they're kind of going across the countryside. Yeah. It looked incredibly British. A lot of it, yeah. And again, I found out yeah. in my half a day of research, uh, shot in the UK at Aylstree. Well, that makes sense. And um, Salisbury Plain. Ah. They were originally going out to shoot on locations and they, I think they were going to go to like Italy and Europe mm-hmm. and then budget constraints um, reined it all back in and they ended up in London at Elstree. Okay, nice. So... <laughs> Just saying. I mean, so it did. It, it looked, happens. It to looked all British, great. and I was right. Okay, feels good. Good. So they go and see the psychiatrist, mm. patronising git that he is, bastard, and basically doesn't really listen to her stories. And like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you think you went here, and oh yeah, you think you did that. He doesn't believe any. And then basically he? reveals the truth behind his electroconvulsive therapy. <laughs> He's about to start on a what looks like nine to ten year old girl. Yes, I think she's probably 11, but I think she's meant to be, yeah, 10, 10 or 11, yeah. Okay. Details are important. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so basically what we're saying is that a child with imagination should get ECT. Yeah, basically. Okay, good. Don't live in a fantasy world. It yeah, will it will bother. take you nowhere. Yeah. We must rid you of these ridiculous exactly. thoughts. Exactly. Yeah, basically. All that will happen is your Amishanti will take you to Highgate. Yeah. For ECT. Very low ceilings in that doctor's room as well, weren't there? I didn't notice. Oh, I thought you would not get on well, get well in there. I well. You'd be cracking your head off everything. I'm used to not getting on well anywhere. So but that's more to do with my personality. <laughs> <laughs> so he brings out this electroconvulsive yep. machine. Yeah. And he's sort of, you know, like when you used to go to the dentist and the dentist would give you a lollipop. He's like, oh, look, look at this machine. It's got a face on it. Here are the eyes and here is the nose. And I wrote down, has this specifically been designed for children? So, <laughs> because this machine apparently has got a face like 
a character we will later encounter, which yeah. is Dorothy so, subconscious. So two things. One, yeah, Dennis used to do that in the 80s and 90s. They, they give a kid a lollipop for being yeah. good. Yeah. Here, have a ball of hard sugar for having good teeth. Well, of course, because they want to make the money by bringing you back ah, with the fillings, isn't it? Of course, it was the age of the yuppie, wasn't exactly. it? Exactly. They were like, fix the teeth, I break the teeth. I fix the teeth, I break the teeth. <laughs> well, in my place, it was, that teeth's slightly dodgy. We could fill it or we could pull it out. And then the parent oh God, would how... take the decision based on £16 versus £36. How old are you that they were just pulling out the teeth? I don't know. I don't want to say the dentist's name because that's really unfair, but he's probably long dead. No, don't say his no, name. No, I won't. Just but he just used to pull teeth, mm-hmm. man. That was his thing. But um, yeah, and then, yeah, as I said, don't try and lighten it up by giving the, the machine a face. And then I thought, it's all right, the machine's going to come back. And it's you went be... along, were you? I was. Well, how did that have a phone? When did it ever talk or do anything? Oh, the machine resembled TikTok later on. Of course it did. Oh, no. oh I, I've gone deep into this, Brian. I've gone deep into Dorothy's subconscious here. That electroconvulsive therapy machine resembles TikTok, the character we meet later on. Okay, I mean, I could go with that. In the land of Oz. I could sort of go well, with that. Well, you can go with it because it's spot on, mate. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. <laughs> I've turned into Tan France. I know, isn't it? All right, mate. The, um, other, the other thing. Oh, okay. Dawn. The doctor says there's a dawn of a new century, the twentieth yeah. century. Yeah. Electric. Yeah. Now he's got he's got fully electric house. Yeah. All his lights electric are on. Lights. Yeah. He's doing ECT on people. She turned up in a Nissan Leaf. <laughs> and all I could think was, we were watching Downton the other night. Mm-hmm. We're we're only uh, on series four or five, I think. Yeah. So, 1922 Yeah, it's 22, yeah. I mean, they're freaked out about electric on any level. They've yes. only just been getting electric and they're freaked out by it. This, this dude's is... in, like, 1899 and he's bloody using it to treat people's psychosis. But you're talking about America. Uh, and to be fair, America had electric windows on cars in, like, the 30s. No, they didn't. They, they, didn't. Had, they had things like electric windows and electric seats in cars Really early. Now, like when did we the revere them so well. much yeah. in the eighties? They and 90s. had dishwashers in the in sixties. I mean, I mean, I don't have a dishwasher now. Well, you do. Oh, me. Oh. A bit like the way. Um... That's right. If uh, Fairy Liquid wishes to send in any sort of uh, product to buy this podcast, feel free. Um, so then, let's get back to the point. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Dorothy's in the electric room. Room. <laughs> She's in the. I don't want to call it a hospital. She's in the asylum. It yeah. Appear. So, so the doctor decides to give her the adult version of how imagination works, which is just basically electrical impulses in the brain. I thought it was brilliant because it's very adult. And she sees this creepy fucking girl at the window. A creepy fucking girl, yeah. Yeah, this creepy little blonde perfect girl. I didn't mm. think she was creepy. I thought she was angelic. I'm giving you my opinion. Okay, well that's going down as a reason to dump a creepy little girl indeed. You know me, all children <sighs> creepy are creepy. Creepy little girl, right, carry on. Anything under the age of, like, 12, mm. dressed like a Victorian, creeps me out. Yeah, but that's normally because they're ghosts, or you think they're ghosts. Well, there's a good chance they are a ghost if you see a child that's dressed like a Victorian child. Well, yeah, true. But... But she sees her in the mirror. Yeah, so he gives her all this creepy rundown of his creepy machine and tries to talk about electrical impulses... And there is a horrendous place with this horrendous nurse. And then he goes, right, we're going to keep her overnight. And Auntie M goes, well, well, if you have to. If you must. Never mind, see you later, love. And gives her a hug and a kiss and waves her goodbye. Yeah. Doesn't even look back. Now, 
I'm sorry, but someone needs to call social services. Well, Carrie said the same, but nobody was listening to her either. What have we learnt? Don't have Piper Laurie as your guardian in any way, shape or form. Okay. Woman like will to... mess you up. I'd like to pull that back. <laughs> Don't have a character played by Piper. <laughs> sorry. Yes, I'm sure she's a very good mother yeah. slash guardian if she yeah. is. Either of those things. Don't, don't get me wrong, I know our lawyers are pretty aggressive, <laughs> but I think hers could be better. My point is, if you're casting a film, or if you're watching a film and you see Piper Laurie is the mother or yes. guardian, beware, that kid is not going to have a good time. Thank you, That's Shane. all I'm don't saying. Just pulling that one back a just, little bit. you know. You know. So, yeah, then the old biddy, the governess, is there holding her hand. Oh, my goodness. And that's when you introduced her. And that's when I started freaking out because it was the secretary from Friends yeah. who I think is just phenomenal. She's I mean, in this, bless her, she had a lot of work to do with a lot of bad characters. But she was brilliant. She was brilliant. Yeah, this. she was. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so she plays this nurse, this kind of gothic, mm-hmm. incredibly terrifying yeah. nurse, Miss I mean, Wilson. made to look like a witch. Yeah, made to yeah. look like the, the Wicked Witch from The Wizard mm. of Oz. I thought mm. that black mm. dress that she was in, yeah, sort totally. of crinoline and, and kind of like shuffling as well, along. Hanging, didn't she? Yeah, really, really terrifying. Um, Did that look exactly like the ruby key later? I wonder. Oh, I don't know. We'd have to check that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she, then she takes her to the corridors to her room. Oh, my God. This is like a proper asylum. I mean, yeah, it's like a proper asylum. A cross between an asylum and... Oi, the Overlook Hotel. Oi, you meant yeah, Jewish oi. all of a sudden. The Overlook Hotel. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, and then you got that weird guy <laughs> squeaking his... Oh, the orderly yeah, is kind of going with the squeaky <laughs> trolley. Yeah, down the thing. And she takes the girl's lunch off and puts it on the trolley because you won't need that. But she doesn't give her any food. Yeah, she's not going to need that where she's going. True, true. And they put her in her cell. Yeah, they locked Dorothy away. I mean, well, they, well, you, uh, yeah. And I'm thinking, no wonder that kid has PTSD. I mean, she's in for a proper second hit of it. And then your creepy little girl arrives again, doesn't Without she? Without opening the door. Well, and then she didn't open the door and close the door when she left either. To be fair, Dorothy wasn't looking, Creep. so she might have done. Be little shit. We just didn't hear it. She's passing through doors. If any albino comes through our bedroom door tonight, <laughs> she wasn't without opening it, I'll jump out the window. That's not a challenge. Yeah, yeah, that's not a challenge to Albino's <laughs> listening to this. Um, Nor a comment on your condition. Yeah, the little, little girl appears yeah. and she gives her a pumpkin because Halloween's on the approach. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it only makes sense in, this, in, the, in the sense that when Dorothy gets to Oz, she meets Jack Pumpkinhead. Oh, God, yeah, that was a great character. So, oh, oh don't be disrespecting Jack Pumpkinhead. What was wrong with him? He was an idiot. <gasps> he had a chicken living in his head for half the film. He didn't notice. Chicken flying the gook. It. I'm writing that down. Yeah, that write is it down. Really, really rude. Write it down. I loved all You're of these characters. You're going to have a lot characters. more to say later. Um, yeah, but again, so Dorothy in in Kansas, Dorothy basically is severely traumatized, yeah. depressed, hasn't slept for months. Yeah. All these things are happening around her, yeah. and she's lodging them all in her brain. So you've got the pumpkin yeah. sitting on the side. Yeah. She then meets pumpkin head. Yeah. You've got the electro machine. Yeah. She then meets TikTok. Yeah. The doctor, the nurse. Oh, yeah. no, I know. They then yeah. appear in our. I mean, basically, this is the child's version of Platoon. Nice. 
Would it interest you to know then? Yeah. I mean, it's not Platoon, but it's Apocalypse Now. <laughs> That's the one. Link. Damn it. I meant Apocalypse Now. Did you? I will rewind this. I will delete my earlier mistake <laughs> and then we'll move on. You see, the audience will never know. Well, I can give you a link to Apocalypse Now. Oh, do it. So the director of this film was Walter Murch. Yeah, he did not direct Apocalypse Now. No, he did not. But he did work on Apoc- Ooh, Apocalypse Now. As? So he... he as? Editor. Mm. So he... This was the only film he directed. Okay. Um, Good work, Mr. Murch. If you're still alive. He, however, is prolific editor and sound editor. Excellent. Um, and has worked on films such as Apocalypse Now, Ghost, The English Patient, loads of stuff. Average stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Run of the mill. Yeah. Straight to TV. Yeah, that type, sort of Type thing. stuff, yeah. yeah. I mean, who's even heard of The English Patient? The, the English Patient? Don't know what that is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Ghost. Ghost, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, apparently yeah. some bloke called Demi Moore, was it? Ah. I don't know. Dudley Moore? I Dudley know. Moore, yeah. One of those Brilliant. people. But yeah. Um, so then they take Dorothy... Yeah. Off. And then, no, no, wait, wait, because there's this storm. And when the storm starts, right? Yeah. Because this is just before they take her off, so we, we're there. Oh, okay, But yeah. when the storm yeah. starts yeah. and everything, and then... <laughs> I was thinking, oh, my God, it's like that B&B in the Jolly Boys Out in... Uh, oh, in Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> yeah, 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 where they check Or like in. every B&B you've ever been to in England. Yeah. It was just, like, horrific. Yeah. It's like a horror film, yeah. this whole thing. It's, it's yeah, proper horror film And then the single bulb that she turns on. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh my God, that's like the ceiling fan in <laughs> Apocalypse Now. <laughs> I never said any other film. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like a proper, proper horror yeah. film. And also, the other thing that kind of disturbed me slightly, when she's given that little pumpkin head, the yeah. pump, pumpkin, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a pumpkin head, it's a pumpkin, um, she brushes its non-existent hair who does? Dorothy. When when the little, at this point, this little blonde enigma mm. um, gives her the pumpkin and yeah. she puts it on the side. She gets a little comb and she like combs the side of its hair. To be fair head. though, this is a nine-year-old girl who they feel the need to strap to the bed. Exactly. Like so I'm not surprised she's crazy as a box of frogs. I've written, how starved of attention is this child? That, that that she has to... Are you to... blaming the child? Are you... No, are no, you I'm saying... Are you claiming she's seeking attention? No, no, no. I'm saying how starved of love is she that she has to find an emotional connection with a pumpkin. Wow. I'm absolutely not blaming Dorothy. Wow. I had a pet can of spaghetti hoops when <laughs> I was a kid. Just saying. You really did, didn't you? No, I didn't. <laughs> Sugar me. I really thought no, for no. a minute that Dave wasn't it, a real thing. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, they strap. Well, hang on, hang on. All kids do that. All kids give emotion and stuff. I am not just you, saying... <laughs> admittedly. Not if it me. wasn't the complete works of Dickens, it had no place in your world. Listen, a handshake is as good as a hug, as far as I'm concerned. Um, they strap her onto the uh, sort of gurney or obviously whatever you'd call that uh, stretcher, yeah. and and wheel her off. And yeah, she says she does say to them. Why are you strapping me down? Yeah. In case you fall off. And she gives a great response, I think. I came all the way here in a buggy and I didn't fall off. Yeah, but Mrs. Wilson, total adult response. What did your mother ask you to do when you came here? 
Oh, do, do whatever you ask, Mrs. Well, do what I'm told. Mrs. I thought that is such an adult. You know when you say it when oh, adult. Oh, you got told that a lot, didn't you? Yeah, but you know when you're in, you're a kid, and you ask an adult, why do I have to do this? And they don't answer the damn question. They just go, what were you told? Or they give you that smug thing of like, 35 years your senior, <laughs> mins. So you're going to answer this. Mins? Sorry, minimum. I've abbreviated it. <laughs> it's going to take off. Hashtag- mins is minutes, not minimum, surely. Now it's minimum. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, what am I going to say? Hashtag minimum? No, it's hashtag mins. Okay. Right? Yeah. Anyway, and Wilson's a total bitch. And I think. <laughs> I mean, child, we agreed on I that. think the child's taking it extremely well. Yeah. She's fair. laying tied down at this show. Well, where are we off to? Well, she's depressed. I mean, what else is she going to do? Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so then we go into the. Crazy Inventor's Lab. Yeah. With the electric area. I mean, it's proper Frankenstein homage. Absolutely. In that. Yeah. You know, this storm happening and mm. all the cables and the and the pair of Bose headphones that apparently mm. are what she's... I mean, they look like good headphones. And I reckon they got them off the sound engineer. <laughs> they they, were like, they lost the actual use? prop. Yeah. Like, Shit, just get them off what the sound engineer. And the sound engineer went, well, these look pretty scary. And they were like, yeah. Nice. I also loved on the... Um, the electric machine. Yeah. Um, the the switch that he, that basically turns it on and off. Oh yeah. Literally in really ornate inscription on the lever, it just said main switch. Yeah. I thought it was a beautiful touch. And I'm surprised it didn't say oneth and uh, offeth. offeth. Yeah. But I really I wrote down that would have scared the shit out of me as a kid of if course. I'd have seen that that whole little sequence. I'd have been petrified. That was proper child catcher shit. Okay, let's be honest with you. Yeah. I was terrified. This film has stayed in my memory since I was a young child watching it. What were my parents thinking? It's a PG. Why didn't you watch it before me? And now I was far too delicate in nature to be watching this. Did they watch it with you? I loved it. Or did they lock you in a room? <laughs> yeah. In a cupboard with, with a With a pumpkin and a comb. <laughs> nice. And said enjoy. Yeah, get an imagination. No, I don't think they watched it with me. My parents rarely watched films with me. One of my best memories of watching a film with my parent is The Karate Kid. Oh, All three of us loved it. Really? Absolutely. My mum loved it. Yeah. Because it it had a good, you know, moral story at the core of it. Your Um, mum loved it? My mum loved it. Who can't keep up with Top Gun? Karate Kid's not a difficult, it's a very, very straightforward story. No, it's Top Gun. People fly planes... One of them dies. Well, according to her, planes. it was a load of people flying a load of planes, and you wouldn't know who'd be in what one or what would be going on. That was basically her Risk analysis them. of Top Gun. Anyway, let's get back from Top Gun. So the power is knocked out by the storm. Yes. Ah, oh, it's gone. Just as you're about to frazzle her brain. Yeah. The power's knocked out by the storm. So what do they do? This is clearly not Booper, by the way, this, this particular practice. <laughs> clearly not Booper. Well, it's not, is it? Because they go, okay, I'll go and check the main switch. You go and check... That lunatic down the hall who starts screaming. Yeah. And they both leave her tied to a bed in the lab. Of course. And disappear. I mean, malpractice suit all yeah. over the shop. Absolutely. But you hear, I also oh, yeah. remember <laughs> this as a kid, you hear all these people screaming and uh, wailing. It was like being in a weather spoon. <laughs> Closing time. Yeah. One more drink. One more. Um, then our... They thought it was the final bell, didn't they? <laughs> no. Then our young our young girl reappears yep. to rescue Dorothy and unstrap yeah, her. Yeah, creepy girl's back. And so Dorothy asks her what all the wailing's about. Yeah. And don't worry, it's just the people he's experimented on, it's gone wrong, and they're locked up down in the basement. The word she uses, oh. damaged patients. Damaged patients locked in, in the cellar. Locked in the cellar. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's too so good. So understandably, it's too good. the two girls run for it. No surprise. 
I mean, I'm still wondering where the blonde girl's parents are at this point. Thinking, <laughs> you know, who the hell is she? Is she the scientist? Or what, how has she got this fucking key that gets her in all the doors? Oh, don't worry, I've got a master key. Let's just go around wherever we like. And also, by the way, if you're going to run an asylum where you give people electroconvulsive therapy, just as a tip going forward, there's something I've learned from this film. When you have locks on the doors, use them. Because <laughs> the little kid opened the door and looked down the hallway like four times. And I was thinking, just lock the door. Well, nice to know um, your patient anyway, care is high so on the agenda. so they're running away. They come down the stairs and who's coming out of the cellar? Miss Wilson. And it says, well, Mrs. I thought she was. Is she Miss Wilson? I think she's Miss. Yeah. All, all women like that are Miss, aren't they? They never Spinsters. make... Spinsters. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like completely... Yeah, they hate children because they don't have children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I understand. Devoid of life. I think I'm a spinster. Yeah, you are, definitely. Yeah. No, because a bloke never gets given a, a, a an unpleasant word like that. He would be like a bachelor or a man about town. <laughs> True. A, a cad and a bounder, yeah. I like to think. Do you know what I mean? Monocle in place and everything. Oh, that'd be me. I might get you one. Thanks. Um, this is a good point. To, to... Actually, one of my eyes is fucked. So a monocle might work for me. Yeah, you don't need the other lens at all. I don't. By the way, if you see me... Out in public, don't just prod at the other lens because you don't know which one it is. All right, there is glass, it's not, yeah, it's not cool. This is a good point to note how good our young Dorothy Gale is at screaming. Oh, to be fair to her, that girl can scream, can't she? Very believably. Mm. And as a parent, you'd be like, I'm quite chuffed with that, yeah. Because, like, any trouble comes near my child, yeah. I'm going to be, what's that skip? I'm going to hear it from miles yeah, away. Yeah, exactly. So she, she screams, they're running for it. Yeah, they run into the woods, obviously. Naturally. Led by the little blonde girl. I mean, where else do you go so in the So the little film, blonde girl leads her down to the river, throws herself in. Mm-hmm. That will be a help to everybody. Thanks for doing that. Well, she has to escape because Miss Wilson's chasing them down. But then this cool bit happened, right? So then Dorothy jumps in. Then Mrs. Wilson jumps in to yeah. try and catch them. Mm. And I don't know if you noticed this, but she floated. Yeah, her dress puffs up. Right, so, everyone, pay heed. Oh, what's this? Because of a previous project I was working on, I did a lot of research on witches back in the day when they used to have witch trials. <laughs> right, okay. And in the witch trials, they used to dunk women in rivers. Ah! Right, oh, and if they floated, they were a witch and burned the stake. And yeah. if they sunk, they weren't. Good point. And half the reason that a lot of them floated was that the dresses they used to wear at the time mm. would fill with air mm. and rise them to the top of the water, and therefore they couldn't win. Mm. If they sunk, oh well, they're not a witch; they're a good woman. They've gone to heaven. That was their reward. Mm. Mm. But witches would float, mm. and she. Floated. She did, yeah. Because the dress puffed up. Yeah, but say. I thought. That, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. I thought. Wow. I never thought about that. I never yeah. thought about that. And I thought, oh, wow. Lovely. What Genius. a lovely little. There you go. Aside. I like I that. It's like you get entertainment and education. <laughs> um. So they get swept off in this in this storm down yeah. this river. Yeah. And then suddenly she leaves the blonde girl for dead. Well, no, they just get separate. No. And she climbs in a crate and floats out to sea. Yeah, basically. Um, FYI. Floating, trying to climb into a crate or slash pallet to save yourself when you're at sea, not cool. I'll be honest, I thought this entire opening sequence act absolutely stunning. Oh, don't get me wrong, it smashed it. As a kid's film, Mm. it was up there as a start with Water Babies and... That is you high praise from you. I uh, love. I cock a Lauren Brian. I know, friends forever sleeping <laughs> together. 
Um, no, it really no, was up there. Though, it was it's... petrifying. It was great fun. I actually think it went a little bit yeah. after that. But I thought the opening sequence was brilliant. Yeah, it, it is 100% the best portion of yeah. the film. Yeah. The rest of the film's good. Yeah. This beginning bit is brilliant. Yeah. Oh, and FYI, where did the chicken come from? Well, I've written this down because, again, when I watched this as a child, I never questioned where Belina reappeared from. But basically, when Dorothy wakes up, when the storm yeah. storm has calmed, Dorothy wakes up, she's in this um, crate. Yeah. And the water has started to dissipate around her. And Belina, the chicken, is in the coop, in, in, in the crate or coop or whatever it's yeah. meant to be with her. That was what I suddenly thought. Where the hell did the chicken come from? I never thought that as a child. Well, what I thought, I wrote down. What, what did she, where did she come from? No, I wrote, this is like Dorothy's Nam flashback. <laughs> She's thinking thing. of her old general, the old chicken. And I mean, this poor girl what, the had a lot of issues. She was clearly unconscious by the side of this river for like three or four days and had this nutcase thing. She was like asleep on a mattress in a warehouse somewhere with a police shout and wake up man, wake up man Dreaming while she was hallucinating all this. Nonsense. Well, let's let's get this out in the open then. Is that what happened? Did Dorothy escape? No. Collapse by the side dream Oz? No. Or oh, sorry, yes. did she have electroconvulsive therapy? Did they actually go ahead with it? No. And she dreamed Oz? Or Ooh, it and they actually fixed her because she went back to Oz and did it and the electroconvulsive therapy technically worked. So and then they dumped her in the woods because they didn't like it. A lot of levels to this film. Anyway, okay, cool. Anyway, now yeah. she has arrived yeah. in and the wonderful land of Oz. Yeah, and I like that she when she says to the chicken, oh, we're in the ocean, and the chicken goes, no, we're in a pond, or whatever it is. That was in a pond, you know, an appalling American accent. Mm. And then she looks over the side and it is a pond, and then it gets smaller. I thought that was quite cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, I like that. Where where, where are they actually? Where does Dorothy realise they are, Brian? They are in the desert. In the... Mm. deadly desert sorry in the deadly desert exactly so the girl remembers all the finite infinite sorry not finite all the infinite detail about Oz I mean she is like she was their tour guide and their archivist all rolled into one considering she's like nine and then he ever saw a yellow brick road in the Emerald City but but that's fine she knew everything I mean to be honest she was only there six months ago how much do you forget in that space of time true not that much true um, oh, and then the stones start blinking and watching her. Brilliant. No. Creeped. Mm, oh. Creeped out. I felt sick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's horrible. I know. I know. Imagine watching this as a child, seriously. It's so disturbing. I mean, in case I haven't mentioned it, I'm in Spain currently. and walking <laughs> down the beach this morning in the delightful winter warmth that is La Manga. Um, I was looking at the stones a little bit iffily. <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting for one, one of them, them to, to wink at Well, because also, and maybe this is because uh, our director was also a sound editor, the way that the sound sort of... Oh, yeah, yeah. When yeah, they really turn good. and they blink and they kind of yeah. move, it is like rocks kind of like crushing together yeah. quite disturbingly. He managed to make mud and rocks creepy. Yeah, totally. And so it's very good. Absolute genius. Um, yeah, so Dorothy realises they're back in Oz. Yeah. And she very quickly rationalises that the Scarecrow and her friends need her help. Yes. Because clearly they've sent her the key yep. and the shooting star, etc., yep. etc. Et yep. They head off into across the deadly desert, jumping from stone to stone to yep. save themselves. And they come across a lunch pail tree. Oh, but just before that, the stones freak out because there's a chicken. Oh, yeah. And no one says why. No. Because, oh, there's a chicken. 
we know that... I already thought this was a bit weak, that Chicken was creating such a big storm early on. Weak? Well, you knew it was going to be a bit weak at the end, the relation to a chicken. Okay, well, that's going down as a reason to dump you. Write it. You don't... What? Don't eat... Chickens are weak. No, the fact that... That's why I don't eat them. The fact that you think that plot device is weak. Well, that's why I don't eat them, because they're poisoned. And by the way, the British Poultry Board had nothing to do with this film. I can tell you that for a (laughs) fact. Why? What? Well, at the end, chickens were evil. Well... They were eggs. poison. Eggs. Is what they charmed over and poison. over. Eggs, eggs are poison. poison. Eggs, eggs are poison. Eggs are poison. Well, they're vegans, so... Yeah. Hang on, 1985. Edwina Curry. What year was that? <gasps> Ooh, oh, I should have looked that up. Could have, made a, could have made a connection. No, no, no. It was a bit later, wasn't it? Edwina, Edwina Curry, Curry and Salmonella. Edwina, if you're listening. Yeah, let us know what Could you just year... um, write in to... Uh, never mind the buzzcocks. <laughs> At sky.com. Yeah, and <laughs> let them know. Thanks. And if you could mention our podcast, that'd be great. Okay, they get to this lunch pail tree. Yeah. And she starts... I love the lunch pail tree. Picking off lunch pails from the tree. Yeah, she says, get a ripe one. I love that. Brilliant. My thoughts, if they existed, prep would be out of business. Oh, totally. No one would be going in paying for overpriced sandwiches. Though. Of course they would. No, because I'm thinking about You're... where I've worked, right? You offer a meal for £3.50. That's a really good meal. And they still walk over to Pret and spend three ninety five on a cheese and onion sandwich. People who like Pret love Pret. Okay, but this and shit's also, for free. that tree wasn't doing the, all, all the coffees you can drink for 20 quid thing. Oh, yeah, no, that's true. But... If they had a coffee bush... Uh... Well, maybe that was... She's only, like, a kid. She wouldn't be drinking coffee. Oat latte bush. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Flat white. Flat white bush. Yeah. That sounds like niche porn. Uh, moving on. Moving on. And I love the fact that she wanted to share. Yes. I thought that is exactly what a kid would do. Because Dorothy like, a Gale kid would be like, I don't need all this. Again, as we mentioned in a previous episode with Spirited Away. You know, the kid is like, I don't need all this. Do you want to share my... Like, they like to share. They like to be part of things, whereas an adult would be greedy. It's so good being a kid. It is. I wish I was a child again. Um, and then she finds her old house once they've had lunch. Oh, yeah. So they have a spot the of lunch, a glass of wine. They chat about old times, things like that. <laughs> they have a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how long it's That was a really delayed reaction. Then they go and she sees her old house, which blew down in the last storm. And she of goes, course. oh, that was we my bedroom. We all remember that. That was my bedroom. Yeah. <gasps> that was the kitchen. I thought, well, the chicken would have been there when the old house was there, so the chicken would know. Yeah, good point, actually. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the yellow brick road, Destroyed, trashed. brilliant. It looked like Wandsworth High Road. <laughs> it was trashed. If you've, God, it sounded a bit like a chicken, though. If you've tried to cycle down Wandsworth Road... Is it really, really? It's pothole city. Ah, uh, sinkholes or potholes? Uh, potholes. Both. Potholes, definitely potholes, because there's loads, shit loads of buses. Well, go that's down Lambeth there. Council, isn't it? So they, they need to get on it. Annihilate the road, and then as a cyclisma, I have to go over it because I ain't swerving around the bloody thing because there's mopeds everywhere delivering every sort of possible eat. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> Super Bowl Uber Eats advert. Google that, watch that. There's every type of Uber Eats and every other... There are lots of other available delivery networks available. I've got to be honest with you, though, Brian. I've drifted, to, haven't I? Luke? Well, just to interject... Sorry. I don't think that Dorothy has to worry about Uber Eats delivery drivers on the Yellow Brick Road. So I put Yellow Brick Road in bad repair slash Tory government. <laughs> 
I think it's a clear indication well, that the Conservatives have taken over the MRT. Well. Eggs are poison. Roads are in ill repair. Oh, my God. This is a political... This is a political rant. Well, the Gnome King, we will yeah. find out, has taken over the Emerald City. He has. So there like we go. Maybe Margaret he's... Thatcher took over so, the UK. Mm. And she was the Iron Lady. He's made of stone. Yes. We're getting there. Oh, We're getting there. Let's keep going. Oh, By the end of this, we'll have figured it out. vague associations. So care. Yellow Brick Road is absolutely trashed. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. I love that. I well. thought that was great. Yeah. Um... She makes her way into the Emerald City. She was running along the Yellow Brick Road. Yeah. Her ankles. Would be absolutely screwed. Mm. Apparently, uh, she found those shoes very uncomfortable, those black shoes they made her wear. Okay. And when, I mean, sorry about that. Child actor earning £10,000 a day. <laughs> when you don't see her feet, she's barefoot because they were too uncomfortable. To be honest, when you don't see my feet... It's all the better for everyone. They're in Berkey. <laughs> um, Let's move right. swiftly away from that, uh, only to be worsened by Crocs. So, yeah, so she arrived... At the Emerald City. At the Emerald City. Oh, and we got a long shot of the Emerald City. Yeah. What was the first thing you thought? Brighton Pavilion. It looked, There was like a dome that looked like Brighton Pavilion. And it was all kind of shattered in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's oh, what right. I mean. Like Brighton Pavilion after a really heavy night. Okay. Someone had kind of smashed the roof of it. No, that wasn't the first thing I thought. Well, there you but, go. But, you know. Um, and everyone was turned to stone. Yeah. All the actors had been painted grey and were sitting very, very still. I, again, loved it. Very kind of Roman, wasn't it? It was oh, yeah. kind of, you know, yeah, Grecian yeah. Roman. Yeah. And, um, and then your friends turned up. So, one of my clues was this film has the scariest characters ever committed to children's celluloid. Yeah. The Wheelers. Oh, yeah. Now, in all honesty, are they or are they not? The most terrifying things you've ever seen in your life. Well, let me put it this way. If you put Zed from Police Academy's <laughs> gang on roller skates... Yes, but... The, for me, as a child in the 80s, that's the scariest thing I could have ever come the, up against. Yeah, but to be fair, as an adult, Zed from Police Academy is actually quite sweet. Yeah. These things... Yeah, actually, they're still a bit creepy, aren't they? Actually, now that you've mentioned Zed, it must be mentioned... Go on. The producer of this film... Oh, yeah. And when I saw his name at the start, I thought, that's really familiar. Go on. Paul Mislansky. Paul Mislansky produced Return to Oz. What did he also produce? The Police Academy franchise. Wow. So. Imagine. Right. I would feel like the ultimate success in life. If you'd made those two films. If I'd have made the Police Academy (laughs) franchise and Return to Oz. Is he still alive? I think so, yeah. Is he? Could you keep that name for me? I'm going to write to that man. Because that is like... (laughs) That's quintessential stuff. Exactly. Exactly. What a great great career. Um, But yes, yeah. So they're kind of... The wheelers are kind of like this steampunk... Yeah. But not really. Oh, they're... They're a little bit... uh, They make me think of Australians. I, I get where you're coming from with the Australian things. And Very you're outdoorsy. Think, you're thinking Matrixy as well, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, seeing them again now, I was still equally terrified. And I think part of what terrifies me, apart from the fact that they have wheels instead of arms and of, of, of hands and feet, they have such distended limbs. Yeah. It's really disturbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree really with Really disturbing. I would agree with that. And the one that keeps... The lead wheeler that keeps cackling like a hyena mm. is just like a freaking lunatic. Yeah. I don't want to be chased down an alleyway by that man. And 
Not only is he a lunatic, but he turned the tin woodsman mm. to stone. Now, someone has to raise this. Since when did the tin man become the tin woodsman? Well, I'm glad you raised that point, Brian, and I can answer um, that point for you. Thank you. I'm glad I raised it too, then. Um, obviously, the uh, Wonderful Wizard of Oz is based on the books by Frank L. Baum. True. And there were multiple Which, books. Yeah. Um, it would appear that our original, beloved MGM musical, Wizard of Oz version, mm-hmm. took quite a few liberties with right. Frank's original vision. And this is actually much closer to Frank's original vision. So I believe in the books he was the Tin Woodsman. Okay, so can I just point out an obvious point? You may. Which is, this is the sequel to the original film. Well, in a sense. But the director said this was going to be linked to the original film, but much more in keeping with Frank Elbaum's original vision. Ugh. And let's not forget... Just make a sequel. This is Disney. That was MGM. Oh. Um, is that, aren't they Disney-MGM now? Well, they might be now, but I don't think they Excellent. were then, because... <laughs> and the Disney empire grows. <laughs> because Disney had... Um, the, the Frank, by the time they made this film, I think the copyright on the books had had gone out of yeah it's completely it, public domain exactly yeah. public domain however they wanted disney wanted to use the ruby slippers which aren't in the original book which were created by mgm ah. so they had to pay mgm in order to use the ruby slippers in this film i'd have rinsed them for that yeah i wonder how much they had to pay for that. i mean probably not as much as you think because i'm sure they have great deals going all the time and you could really you could really really could have gone on all sod it we won't bother then if you want that much for it well, but you know, I think, yeah, but I also think with Disney and MGM, like, those big companies, they must do deals all the time. Of course, they're going to get paid well out of it, but, yeah, yeah whatever. You know, we'll ask you for a favour one time again. Mm. Anyway. But there you go. I hope that answers some of your questions. Yeah. And there, so the, the Tin Woodsman, mm. hate that. Turned been to turned stone. to stone. Yeah. Can I say... Yeah. Oh, sorry, and so with the Cowardly Lion. Can I say that I found all three characters, Cowardly Lion, Tin Woodsman, and... Scarecrow. Scarecrow. Just really nasty and cheap in this version. Well, again, I think they look more like the original book concept and the original artwork. They don't particularly look similar to Judy no, Garland's no, they don't. version. But like the scarecrow, it's not really about does, them, though, is oh, it, Brian? It's, horrible. it's not really about them. It's about Dorothy Gale from Kansas. Do you notice how she introduces herself with her full name every time someone speaks to her? I'm Dorothy Gale. Or, I'm Dorothy Gale from Kansas. I'm going to start doing that. I'm just going to start announcing myself with my full name everywhere I go. I'm Sinead Beverly from Stratton. Yeah. It's a bit of a mouthful. I think think Dorothy does this because she's trying to remember who she is. Or, they're trying to differentiate her from Dorothy in the MGM film. Oh no, she was also Dorothy Gale from Kansas. Yeah, but she just said, I'm Dorothy. She never said she was Dorothy Gale. She says it in this film a lot. It's to do with sense of self, isn't it? It is. It's all back to the old psychology again. So anyway, they, what they, happens sorry. after we meet the wheelers, Brian? So they chase her down a corridor. The key she found in the farmyard opens a, a lock in the wall. Don't understand. Brilliant. It. The wall moves. She goes behind. She shuts the wall. The wheelers are outside going, "You can't stay there forever. Terrifying. We'll wait outside until you die." And then they go away. Oh no, they go hide around the corner. They got. Sh- they got shit to do. They ain't going to be just guarding that the whole day. They got bloody things to wheel over. Oh, okay. Then she meets TikTok. Yes. So this is not us shoehorning in an advert 
for a social media strain. Oh my God, I didn't even think about that. Okay, but we're going to mention TikTok quite a lot. Now, I asked Sinead if we could refer to it instead as Bing Bao, <laughs> but she said no. So we will be calling it TikTok for the remainder of this particular podcast. Do you think that's where they came up with the name? Yeah, undoubtedly. Yeah. yeah. Whoever set up TikTok yeah. was a huge fan of TikTok. Yeah, it wasn't product placement. So TikTok is a uh, kind of copper, little, short... Captain Mannering. Oh my God, I wrote Captain Mannering. Captain Mannering. He looks, yeah, if you've seen Dad's Army, he looks exactly like Captain Mannering yep. in bronze form, basically. Yep. And he is the army of Oz. Yep. Um, and she has to wind him up in order yep. to make him work. Very flawed design feature. Very flawed, because his his winding mechanism seems to last approximately three to four minutes. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It's constant, constantly winding mm. the damn thing up. Mm. Um, and why he has to have three different wind-up mechanisms for his brain and his arms. And, I don't know. And he moved his head and blinked his eyes and spoke when they hadn't wound his motor part up. Well... I can't move. Yeah, oh, look who it is. Okay. And his head turns and his body Criticizing turns. Criticising. TikTok. TikToks. Movements. Movements. Yeah. I don't like that because ultimately, maybe what TikTok was representing was the fact that often our bodies might work and our minds might not, and vice versa. Again, the psyche. Or was it a reference to the armed forces that you switch on what bit you need them to use when you need them to use it? Ooh, nice. Layers, people. Layers in but this I film. But I did like the fact that TikTok was a gentleman and raised his hat to her. Beautiful. Beautiful. He was, he was good, wasn't yeah, he? He was He grew good. on you, didn't he? Yeah, oh, no, I liked him. Okay, I liked him. good. Um, he comes up with a plan to fight off the wheelers. Yeah. And grabs her lunch pail and they, they escape from here by him basically... Walking out. Yeah, but like oh, he does well, more than he that, says, run he? up four steps and I'll spin round while they attack me individually. And well, them. yeah, because surely wheelers are a bit like Daleks in the fact that they can't go upstairs. True. How can they go upstairs with those wheels? True. And also, how do they attack anything? Because their hands are wheels and their feet are wheels. Exactly. Probably bite. Another reason to be terrified oh. of them. So... Yeah, and then he manages to catch a wheeler. The, the lead hysterical, TikTok. Zed, basically. Yeah, the lead hysterical the police wheeler. academy slash um, wheeler. And he gives away everything straight yeah, away. Course, yeah. It's the Gnome King. So the Gnome King has done all of this. He's destroyed ours. He's turned yeah. people to stone. Yeah. And if they want to find out what's happened to the Scarecrow, they need to go and find Princess Momby. Princess Momby. What a name for a character. Princess Momby. It just Wasn't there a pop star called that? Samantha Mumba? Very different vibe. Oh, yeah. Samantha Mumba? I can't even... Yeah. Look, I'm just proud of myself for remembering something. She was also in in, in, um, a remake of something, wasn't she? She was. Can't think what the film was. No, I can't either. It was all in trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It um, wasn't Planet of the Apes, but it was like some sort of... Something like that. Anyway. Yeah. Samantha Mumba. Mm. There you go. No, this is Princess Mumby. Yes. A.K.A. Yeah, so they go Wilson visit, from earlier. So they go visit Princess Momby mm. and they let the wheeler go and he says, be good or be whatever. And they go in and I'm, I'm going to say it, I thought the throne room mm. was a little ostentatious. <laughs> a little. I've written down they go from decay to Buckingham Palace. Yeah. I mean, beyond Buckingham Palace. It's like if you walked through South London and came to our flat, you would be like, guys, you're showing off. <laughs> a bit too much. You're showing off. You've got two rooms? Yeah. What is this? My God, this is nearly 15 square feet. <laughs> um, the thing about uh, Princess Momby's throne room, we'll yeah. call it, um, 
Mirrors, mirrors everywhere. everywhere. That must have been a nightmare I know. to film in. How how they filmed that without the cameraman ever that I saw being in shot. I'm sure some eagle-eyed idiot will be. You could see the sound man in frame thirty-two, but I didn't. Brilliant. Let mo- yet yeah, let yet more genius that this yeah. film delivers yeah. to us. Yeah. Um, so we meet Mombi and she's sitting there playing like I don't know. Is it a lute? She's playing some. Instrument, she's playing something like some that. sort of like little guitar type thing and quite a creepy way in a very creepy way and she's very kind of ethereal and kind of just floating around the place yeah and um she takes dorothy off and says something like oh uh let me go and slip into something more comfortable that's right and it's like this is is taking turns we did not expect exactly uh and it does because we walk into like a chamber of heads and Mm. it's just like a load of women's decapitated heads on plinths and she chooses one and changes her head at will. Yeah. This is that. I mean, talk about visual images sticking with you as you were a oh, kid. Yeah. She then, so she changes her head yeah. and then informs Dorothy. Dorothy obviously tells her she's Dorothy Gale from Kansas. Obviously. Because she has to tell everybody that as yeah. soon as she meets them. Um, and Princess Mombi then tells her that she's got an interesting head, not necessarily that attractive, but pretty in its own way. And she'll just lock her up in the tower and take her head. When it's ripe and ready, basically. Yeah, she's basically going to grow her head in the tower. Exactly, and then decapitate her and take it for herself. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure if our royal family would do that. The royal family? The British royal family, not... You're not sure if the royal family would do that? Yeah, well, she's a princess. Oh, okay. Sorry, didn't know where that came from. That's all. I thought you were getting confused between, like, Ricky Gervais... uh, Ricky Gervais... Ricky Tomlinson royal family. (laughs) I quite like that idea. (laughs) No, no, but I didn't know where our royal family came from. Yeah, I mean, would they? They probably would. I don't. Don't go there. Again, our um, lawyers may be aggressive. <laughs> um, yeah. So she takes him and she flings him in the tower, but TikTok has run down, so she leaves him where he stands rather than just lugging him up there. Yeah. So, But when she's running with the kid and she grabs the chicken, no yeah. one cared about the chicken then, did they? That chicken was getting abused. She man. should have just killed it there and then, to be honest, if she knew it was Run such a neck. bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. But like yeah, she, it's a bit she, James Bondy, isn't it? Let yeah. him get away with a certain amount. Yeah. So when she when they're all chucked up and locked in the attic, then we meet Jack Pumpkinhead. So first thing I wrote when we met Jack Pumpkinhead. Yeah. What the fuck is the pumpkin scarecrow about? Question mark. He was like the naive innocent. And why does he keep asking for mum? Oh, adorable. Well we find out later because we meet his mum later. Who's nine. Yeah, but she created him. She didn't give birth to him, Brian. He's a pumpkin head. Okay. Think about this logically. All right. It was all a bit creepy and weird. Didn't like it. Don't like adults walking around calling little girls mum. Voice of Jack Pumpkinhead, Brian Henson. As in Jim Henson, son. Oh, okay. Yep. Good work, mate. Exactly. Still not a fan of the puppet. I liked him. No. I liked him. Didn't like it. Um, He explains, yeah, that, that... his mum made him and put him out to scare Princess Mombi. Yeah. Um, and Princess Mombi sprinkled some powder of life on him. Yeah. And brought him to life. Yeah. And then obviously it all went tits up. Yeah. And I wrote here, Dorothy won't sleep until she is 48 now. Well, to be honest, I'm still having trouble sleeping after seeing this film as a child. That's true. I've had You're not 48, week. by the way. I am not 48. No. 28. So yeah, so then the magic powder he tells about that. And then says that the magic powder's in cabinet 31 with her original head. Which apparently was also the room that Dorothy got put in at the asylum. 
Okay. I didn't notice that during the film. I did read that online afterwards. No, no, did I? Um, yeah, so then, what does Dorothy Gale from Kansas do? She formulates a plan that Hannibal from the A-Team would be proud of. I don't remember them firing cabbages at Colonel Decker Pretty, once. Pretty similar, isn't it? Well, she gets the scarecrow to let him out of the room. Why yeah. the scarecrow didn't let himself out? Oh, no, she ties him back together. He's a pumpkin she? head, not a scarecrow. Sorry, yeah. And Rookie she, mistake. And he was thrown in. He was dismembered because she ties him back together when she meets him. Yes, correct. Yeah, so that's fine. Because then he just reached through the door and unlocked it. And I thought, well, why didn't he do no, that No, he was himself? in bits. She had to put yeah, it back together again. I remember that now. Um, they go down and get TikTok. Yep. And TikTok goes back up and with Jack Pumpkinhead fashions a... Uh, a gump sofa travelling device. Yes. Now, when we say gump sofa travelling device, we're talking about Bubba Gump. No, nothing no to do with shrimps. Apparently, a moose. They call it a gump. It's called a gump. There. But anyway, they put two sofas together, they tie some leaves to it, and a moose head on the front. And a moose head on the front, and that makes a good flying thing. And she goes downstairs, or she goes to where. I think basically she goes to Princess get... Mumby has been on the booze. She's like <laughs> unconscious. She's asleep. proper unconscious. I didn't know how she snored with that head on though. What? She was kind of like... She had a head on, didn't she? No, not when she was in the bed, no. Did no, she... no, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. So she's she's in the bed. She Dorothy... takes her head off to go to sleep. A hundred percent, because Dorothy comes, takes the... Um, yeah, ruby I remember that. key from yeah. around her wrist yeah. and Princess Mombi's like you know as you are when you're asleep and Dorothy goes to cabinet 31 to get I her head it. and that's when Mrs Wilson or Miss Wilson is the original head exactly and uh, she starts screaming uh, yes. wakes up the body of Mombi and then the heads all start to scream terrifying oh my god truly truly yeah. terrifying and the body that was horrific um, and then obviously Dorothy and the pumpkin head and TikTok and the gump and Belina all have to make their uh, escape. Yeah. And I thought at this point, maybe the electrotherapy wasn't that bad an idea for the child. <laughs> but this is it. She's working through her issues. This is how she psychologically works through the trauma that she's experienced and the depression that she's currently caught in the middle of. Right. They managed to fly out of the window the top window of Mombi's yeah. palace. And we realise that we're watching a child have a nervous breakdown. Coupled with Mombi's appearance to see them fly off, and we realise we're in Bonnie Tyler's Total Eclipse of the Heart video. <laughs> Did it not make you think that? No, She burst through, now. the wind machine came on, she was standing there, her hair was going back. I was waiting for a little choir boy to pop up. <laughs> there was lad in the lad. Okay. But that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, Mombi instead, miserable cow that she is, just sends out the wheelers to track them down. Yeah, so they're flying, the wheelers are chasing them, and then they go over the desert of despair or whatever it is. The deadly desert. It's not that hard. Okay. And a couple of the wheelers go into the deadly desert and die. Yeah. Turn into sand That's immediately. That's how fragile life is. And his face falls off, and that was harrowing. Yes. More harrowing. And then they're flying over, and typical woman. Oh, here we go. Okay? Typical. Because... Okay, so you're going to fly until dawn because I think that's the best way for us to get and I'm going to have a little nap while all the men fly till dawn. Even the female chicken has a nap with her and they both sleep until the morning. Okay, reason to dump you. Woman, hater. I mean, she's a child, 
So why would she not sleep? Right, that's gone down. Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, they just expect this poor moose thing to fly oh, all night. Oh gosh, aren't you men so hard done by? Because we have to do all the work. Are you, are you kidding me? And TikTok, Dorothy has done all the work in this TikTok film. TikTok stayed wound up till the morning that one time, then five minutes later... Sorry, he's a blagger. Well, he is a blagger because he's pretending the next time. But if you don't think Dorothy has done all the legwork in this film I so don't. far, you're sorely mistaken, mate. Who let her out of the room? Jack. Who built who the weird moose had, thing? Jack and TikTok. But who had the four... Okay, would you say Hannibal does nothing in the A-team? <laughs> he loves it when a plan comes together. If do you've you know- not got the plan... You ain't got diddly squat. Can, okay. I, can I just say, I do think Hannibal does nothing in the A-team. He has the plan. But Without the plan, Murdoch, BA, Face Man, they'd all be bumbling around. They'd be locked up by Decker long ago. Anyway, she decided to have a nap while everybody else did the work. Fair Great. play. Um, yeah, they're flying over the, the deadly desert, etc. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that at this point, it's all, all the wheels are starting to come off. It's starting to break apart. Yeah. And... Um, I think it's the gun sort of says, oh, it's too heavy, or somebody says it's too heavy. So Pumpkinhead, quite happy to sacrifice someone else, says, TikTok, you're the heaviest. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, screw you, man. Can I say that the flying thing... Brutal. ...does remind me of our current car a little bit. Of our current car? Yeah. Oh, things are falling off. <laughs> Sinead, you better jump out and see where we're going to make it up the hill. Listen, so there's a bit of tape holding on the wing mirror. So there's rubber that had to be ripped off because it was flying in the wind. Don't give away all the secrets. So the boot doesn't stay up. So it got stuck in third gear the whole way to the airport. Who (laughs) cares? We are basically driving the gump machine. Oh my God. If that means I'm Dorothy Gale. Miss Wilson. From Kansas. Yeah. Then I'm fine with that. Okay. Um, They arrive. Where Where do they arrive? They drop down at... Helpfully, oh, hopefully their final destination. Sorry, I'm still I was still freaking out about Jack when his head fell off going, Can I call you mum? <laughs> so stop with the mum shit. Why did that freak you out so much? An adult just constantly, I want to call you mum. An adult, he's a pumpkin head, you don't know how old he is. Well, he's pretty tall for a child. How tall were you when you were twelve? I was around four foot eight. I was six foot. So what? Yeah, exactly. So you should know Jack's hardships. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe you connect too much with Jack. Anyway, yeah, his head falls off. Don't worry. They catch it. They stick it back on again. They land eventually at the Gnome King's Mountain. Yes. Yeah, they fall aground. Um, Yeah, and I wrote here... Which is very handy because that's where they need to be. The TikTok winds down a bit quick for warfare. (laughs) I mean, yeah, constantly. All you have to do is wait. And he's done. And Oz is yours. Yeah. Basically, I'll get you. All I right, did... mate, I'll give it 14 minutes. I mean, I'm presuming that there was a whole army of TikToks at one point. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, because one is Incidentally, not a threat. I have really. to say, love the fact that TikTok had his working instructions printed on him. Yeah. So just in case the enemy found him, they could wind him up and use him against you. Oh, I'm not sure he would have been swayed. Surely he would have been programmed like the Terminator to just oh my God. do one thing. I wish they'd done that. Let's make it again. And every time you see TikTok, they go, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That'd be good. Right, come on. Yeah, they're at the Gnome King's Mountain. Yeah, and then the Mudface thing turns up. Or is that the Gnome King? No, the Mudface thing goes away and tells the Gnome King they're here. Yeah, exactly. And he goes, where's the chicken? Yeah. Oh, there's no chicken. Yeah. And, and even during the film, you turned to me and went, what's he talking about? The chicken's there. Yeah. 
you didn't realise the chicken had climbed inside uh, Pumpkinhead's head. I just... Why would the chicken climb inside Pumpkinhead's head? Because I think they realised at this point that chickens were banned in Oz. So I think it was like a save-or-be-killed scenario. Oh, probably because of her ranting and raving. Yeah, I think they realised that at this point. Yeah, I'll tell Um, you. So then the Gnome King reveals himself to Dorothy. Yeah. And he brings them all down into his lair. can only be described as a lair. Yeah. Disgusting. I found him a bit of a disappointment, the Gnome King, at this point. Oh, my God. The Gnome King mixed between puppet, clay animation... Yeah. Actor, yeah. Animation, yeah. Puppet, clay animation, yeah. actor. But What's not to love? Kate, move on. You didn't like him. Well, no, he's just incongruent. Okay, didn't like. How is it incongruent? Well, one minute you're a human being, and the next minute you're made of clay, and he the next can minute... morph. Didn't like Gnome King. Incongruent. Next. Unpleasant. Um, and basically, he says to her. It's your friends that are the thieves. They stole all the emeralds from me. A comment, I think, on um, overmining of of the land. Yes. By humanity. Yeah. Um, all I've done is taken my emeralds back. Yeah. Turned everyone into stone. Yeah. And turned your scarecrow into an ornament in my ornament room. Yeah, so what's your problem? I mean, that seems. And what I did like about it, even though he's very, <laughs> even though he's very stone based, stone orientated. Uh, when they all fell down into the mountain, yeah, the floor was exactly like the Giant's Causeway. Yeah, well, it was giving you it was giving you kind of like tourist vibes, wasn't it? Yeah. His whole sort of internal kingdom. Yeah, and the green and the Giant's Causeway. He's basically Irish. He was smoking a little pipe, like a <laughs> leprechaun, and a gnome. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you can't say the king, the leprechaun king, can you? Well, no, it's not. You no. know. We're not going there. Um, so he gives uh, Dorothy the chance of saving the Scarecrow and getting him back. Yeah. If, if they each go into the ornament room, they have three guesses. Yeah. If they can discover which ornament the Scarecrow is, they get to take him home. So at this point, I must have drifted a little bit because I came up with the reason that the Gnome King was obsessed with chickens. Go on. So basically, I think the Gnome King was in partnership with Colonel Sanders. And it used to right. be called Gnome King Fried Chicken, GKFC. Right. And the Colonel bought him out and not dropped the G and made it KFC. Right. You really did drift by this point, didn't oh, you? Oh, pretty badly. And um, basically he was, you know, disgusted by it. And then from that point on, I always hated chickens. Well, I've got nothing to say to that, Brian, because I find it disrespectful that you weren't paying attention to these important pot points and you were yeah. just banging on about... But it was important at the time. Well, Look, it I've wasn't important whole... at the time, was it? Look, Gnome King... You've Brian actually written to us, like, you've almost designed a logo for yeah. the non-existent <laughs> franchise of Gnome King Fried Chicken. Well, as they used to call it, GKFC. Oh, my God. These people are fighting for their lives. For their lives. <laughs> All right, Rue. And you're... Worried about what franchise is going to take over Oz? Yeah. What a capitalist. Sorry. You would ruin the beauty of Oz yeah. with your franchise, wouldn't you? I would. That's, so then he that's says they, just another <laughs> Sorry, reason. to go back. Then he says they have three guesses. Yeah. They have three guesses each, um, which is why I didn't know the number of guesses when I said to you later. How many guesses I did they get? I wondered why you asked that. I thought, yeah. why was he not here? They get three guesses each, um, and if they get it wrong, 
they turn no there's would they if they get it right they get their scarecrow back would they take that risk and yeah. she goes yeah okay yeah and fine. i wrote here never asked about the risk rookie child well, same thing yeah well, she doesn't ask about the risk she finds out later that the risk is if you get it wrong you get turned into an ornament yeah. and stay in his ornament room forever yeah. so then she does what she does she sacrifices all her friends first well, I'm not sure yeah, that's exactly what happens. Fingers crossed. You'll all basically, you know, do all the other ones first. <laughs> do all the other ones first? Uh, yeah, they go in, they try and figure it out. And then you got the old Gnome King gives her a little peep of the ruby slippers. Oh, they yeah. They had to appear at one point, as I told you. Yeah. Disney had paid for these. Yes. Um, and he says, oh, these, these fell out of the sky. Uh, presumably off her feet when she was heading home. Yeah. And uh, they gave me the power to conquer all of ours. So, yeah. ergo, it's all your fault. I mean, what sort of trip is that to lay on a kid? But the, what, I've got it here. That, that happens slightly after he sends TikTok in. Yeah, it does. They have a conversation. Because oh, I got that. a little bit angry that when TikTok walked, they yeah. played brass music. Because TikTok was fat. He was like... <laughs> I thought, that's a bad thing. Shouldn't do that. Um, but yeah, he then, wasn't fat, was he? he was just and short. then when he showed his ruby slippers... Yeah. Kinky. Thought, Literally, Gato Chocolat. Yeah. He sounded like him. Do you like my slippers? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, he's wearing these. And he kept pointing his toe. Nice. He was loving yeah. himself. He was giving he it Yeah, the all. beard. Beautiful. Perfect. So if they do a remake, Gato Chocolat is my recommendation. Is, is the name king. Okay. Yeah. Also at this point. Yeah. Um, around this point, we see Princess Mombi racing to the Gnome King to warn him that Dorothy is on her way. Oh, uh, yeah, because riding, she knows there's a chicken. Because she knows there's a chicken. And yeah. also, she was meant to keep Dorothy tri- yeah, yeah, in, yeah. You know, trapped in the palace. But she's riding a chariot, whipping the wheelers. Yep. Yeah. While pulling the chariot along like horses. Through a tunnel that leads all the way from her palace, palace to the Gnome King's. To the Gnome King's. So why did so the why didn't the wheelers go? use that first time? Oh, I didn't think about that at the time. But anyway, yeah, that's a valid Maybe point. she keeps it. Maybe that's private. Maybe she has it locked. Maybe it says on it, "No entry to unauthorized wheelers." I've got to be honest though. Mm-hmm. The vision of her whipping them going down that tunnel—very niche film. I'm glad you said niche. Very niche, sort of different film. All <laughs> oh, right, yeah. We'd gone down a very different avenue yeah, then. Yeah. More disturbing. Yeah, it was a bit things that this film delivers to you. Mm. I'm not against them. I'm loving all of them. Yeah. But very disturbing. Yeah. So Dorothy chooses to reject the Gnome King's uh, offer of going home and leaving her friends and just... Yeah, because he could use the ruby slippers to do that. He could send her home with ruby slippers. He could, you know, she doesn't have to yeah. risk her own self. Yes. I've got my hand up. Yes. This was a big, brilliant point. So when he said that and she said no and she was going to go in, Matrix moment. It was a proper Matrix moment. Go on. I thought, for me, I would have been the one who fucks them all over in the Matrix. Oh, what is this, like blue pill, red pill thing, no? No, no, but you know when they, the agents say, I can't remember the character. Oh, names. yeah, 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 yeah. You go yeah. back and he's eating steak and he goes, remember, you know what, I've learned yeah. ignorance is bliss. Yeah. I thought, yeah, kid, just go home. You who cares? bastard. Oh, no, a robot that's proud of not being alive and the others are already dead, so just go home. Tap your heels, I'll go home. Do you know what? I can literally cancel out every other bloody reason you've given me to dump you. That is it. That is it. I don't think that's going to be a worse I've written, reason. Ignorance is bliss. I remember the scene. Oh, I'd be sitting there and I'd be having a steak with Auntie M. Oh, I'd be happy. Oh, my God. You but would sell out all your friends. They weren't friends. She'd known them like an hour and a half. 
Do you know what? That actually goes to show, and I'm being quite serious here, (laughs) that goes to show the level of your disturbed inner psyche. Wow. That really does. That really does. Let's just, I mean, you don't want to get better, do you? (laughs) Better from what? From your own psychological torment. Which is basically what this film is representing for Dorothy Gale from Kansas. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. One, didn't know I had any inner social oh, psychological you did, torment. You, did. you, you got shitloads, mate. And... <laughs> All right, Tab. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm finding it anyway, hard to see my notes in the dark. Dorothy chooses to be a stand-up kind of gal, yep. unlike Brian, as we've just discovered. Yeah. She rejects the Gnome King's offer of uh, escape. And yeah. she goes in to try and find the scarecrow yeah, and get all her friends out. back. Yeah. And it's like, it, it reminded me of Indiana Jones. It's like choosing the Holy Grail. Yeah. You go in and there's all these ornaments in front of you and you've got to try and figure out which is the right one. I was getting big Indiana Jones vibes. So yeah, in she goes, after making this ridiculous decision not to save herself. It's all perspective, but yeah. To save her tin friend. Yeah. And when she gets in there... Ah, he's pulling a fast one. Yeah, TikTok's not really wound down. No. He's just thought if he makes a wrong decision with his last guest, she'll be able to see what he turns into. And that'll help her. And that'll help her figure out the rest of them. And so what does she do? Blinks when he makes his guest. Because, what, did you see what he turned into? No one saw what he turned into. No, because there was like a whole clap and all the lights went out and it was all... Yeah, so that was pointless. His plan was pointless. Yeah, but she didn't blink. That was because the Gnome King's like... And some weird shit happened. She could have gone home. Oh, God, you don't... Any friends of Brian's out there, <laughs> just no. don't rely on him because he's not going to be there for you. Do you want me to get into the whole horse in the field story? No, let's not even go there. So C- no. Certain people know what that's all about. We won't even go there because your reputation doesn't need sullying anymore. And for those who don't know what the story's all about, it's not as pervy as it sounds. <laughs> no, it's very tame. Right. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, so Dorothy's alone in the ornament room. Yeah. Everyone else has been turned to ornaments. Yeah. What the hell is she going to do? Had you you drifted by this point as well? Well, no, I'm trying to work out my notes because then I said basically Osmond. I've written Osmond in again. (laughs) Osmond. So we realise that the young girl that we saw um, in Kansas that kept appearing and saved Dorothy from the asylum is actually Osma. When do we realise this? Well, around about now, well, we don't realise it's her until literally the end of the film. But around this time, they start talking about Ozma because Princess Mombi arrives and the Gnome King says to her, um, have you let Dorothy escape? You let Dorothy escape in the same way. Have you let Ozma escape as well? Oh, OK, that's because probably she's, why. she's trapped Ozma behind yeah, 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 glass, behind, behind glass mirrors. And, mirrors. Yeah, yeah. and so obviously Ozma was yeah. the young girl that yeah. we saw earlier. And so then... Dorothy decides, oh, an emerald. That's got to be the scarecrow. Obviously. Touches it and then decides, oh, it's all green ornaments. I mean, the girl's got She's got games. She knows what she's doing. The scarecrow comes to life. Simply disappointing in every way. Looked more like something you'd get in a pantomime than in a proper show. Didn't like his, what looked like a canvas crown. And he was an idiot. Well, he had no brain, did he? Yeah, but how did he become king then? It's Oz, Brian. I mean... I mean... I, I, I just had issues with it. That'd be like having an idiot prime minister. 
That just doesn't happen. <laughs> no, never. Um, I think the old uh, Scarecrow was hampered by budget cuts on this film. Ah. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, genuinely. Oh. Yeah. Why? I think I think he was going to be more um, like the Gump. Anim- animated. animated. Right. Um, but budget cuts meant so they, they went with this kind of fixed, fixed, different sort of expressions. Fair enough. Uh, this film did not do well... Uh, Box office wise, that surprised <laughs> me. But I bet it's done all right. You know, TV, VOD, all those sort of things since. How many times do I have to say it? Got classic. Yeah. Um, so once Dorothy has guessed all these green ornaments correctly, and she's brought all but yeah. one of her friends back, the Gnome King decides to come through and start eating them all. Absolutely terrifying. I mean, what's more terrifying than being eaten alive by a great big stone Gnome King? Yeah, I can't think of many things terrifying. So this. Bastard starts basically eating them yeah. without realising when he picks up Jack Pumpkinhead that Bellina's in the head. Yes. And finally, we've been waiting since the outset of the entire film, she lays an egg. And can I say, I wrote down when Bellina was still hiding. She'd been hiding the entire time for like half the film. Yeah. And I put, we now know where the phrase chicken shit comes from. <laughs> ah. You're going to have to explain that, guy. If you're scared, you're called chicken shit. Oh, and she was scared, so she was chicken. Yeah, chicken. maybe I'll edit that bit too. Yeah, I wouldn't. So anyway, while she's scared, he dangles the pumpkin over his mouth and she lays an egg and it dangles out of his eye socket it and goes, goes down his throat. Yeah, and what does he say? And he says, eggs are poison. Poison. Eggs are poison. 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 And all the... Yeah. Gnome creatures around him start going, poison. I mean, the British egg board. Yeah, British egg board. Yeah. Um, Poison. They're poison to gnomes. I never knew eggs were poison to gnomes. Well, now you do. This also reminded me of Indiana Jones. Why? Um, Because when the Gnome King kind of crumbles, do you remember in Indiana Jones where his face melts? Oh, in the Last Crusade. Yeah. Or was it a bit more like the Temple of Doom with the Om Nom Shivai, Om Nom Shivai, Om Nom Shivai? Oh, yeah, it's getting yeah. Indiana Jones vibes. Oh, they're lowering him down. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay. Cool. Um, anyway. And then she gets her ruby slippers back out of the rubble. Thank God. Because obviously, this lovely doting girl who sleeps through tragedy and sacrifices her friends wants her stuff back first, her sparkly shoes. And she wishes everyone was okay. Yes. Restore everybody, restore the Emerald yeah. City and take us back there. Yeah. And let's be fair, she's a forgiven person because she even brings Monby back with them in the cage. Well, that's nice of her, isn't it? What? Well, they don't kill her. They don't turn her to stone. She's just in a cage. So imprisoned. That's the justice system. Deal with it. She's in a standing cage yeah. of approximately... One feet, two feet square. Where's she going to urinate, defecate? Is that going to happen in front of a crowd? I mean... Where's she going to sleep? Standing up? Is she going to eat? I mean, that's torture. Well, do you know what? Maybe she deserves it. Yeah, well, you'd be up against a war crimes tribunal if it was me. Mm. So this is the point. So they're all celebrating. They're all chanting that they want Dorothy to to be the Queen of Oz. Yeah, be the Queen of Oz. Um, And... This is... She gives a very heartfelt speech here and tells them that the best friend she ever had. And this is where we finally, finally get to see Ozma. Yes. Who obviously is the same as the little girl earlier. Awful name. Could they not have thought of one better than Ozma? I mean, take it up with Frank L. Baum. 
He was uh, the one that created all these characters. I forgot we were having to stick to his rule. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and so she's trapped in the glass. Yeah. She says to Dorothy, help me through the glass. Yeah. And Dorothy pulls her through and Jack goes, Mom! Which must have oh. pleased you greatly. No, I just thought he was calling another child mother. <laughs> I actually wrote here, want Dorothy to be queen, but she would rather mm. return to poverty and the depression. Well, I mean, she had chance to be Kim Kardashian, but she chose <laughs> instead to be like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of someone that's not... That's not Kim Kardashian. Well, no, but that's not very high up the ladder. Um, I'll be honest, Brian. She chose instead to be like, I don't know, shop assistant in World News or whatever. What could, what could you know, ultimately... She had to... Arnie M hated her. ...face reality. Why did she want to go back? She didn't want to go back, though, did she? She did. But she kind of reluctantly knew she had, and she had to force herself. That's why it all happened so quickly. Yeah. Oh, it's so bright, and it all happens really, really quickly. Yeah. Because... And then they have another Matrix moment. Help me step through the glass, Dorothy. Yeah, cute. No, I quite like that. See, the influence of this film on so many others. Mm. Yeah, and then the, I wrote here, the nine-year-old is really the scarecrow's mum. <laughs> yeah. Naturally, because everything else has been... The chicken yeah. stays on. I know. I can't blame her, though. Bit more sense, isn't it? Yeah. Adults, bit more sense. She was also under threat of being killed by Auntie M, so... True. I think I probably would have stayed as well. True. Um, Dorothy wakes up... And she'd been up. given the key of the sea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Round her neck. Lovely. Nice. Um, Dorothy wakes up by the side of the river um, and... Oh. Yeah? I just had one thing to say. Yeah. So she says... Oh, I want to go back, right? Yeah. And the Queen Ozma or whatever that she is now says, I can make that happen for you. Puts mm. on the ruby, she puts the ruby slippers on her. And she clicks them straight away and she sends her back immediately. Immediately? And she's like, well, I haven't had time to say goodbye yet. I thought, this is a real back to the future moment. You know, you've got all the time <laughs> in the world, but you choose 10 minutes. Yeah, no, I did think that. But I think she was, was in no hurry. I suppose it's not great film when you spend thirty five minutes following around saying goodbye to everyone. Exactly, checking out the dinner local with franchise and GF GKFC or whatever it was called. Nice. You don't forget. It I had think. to happen quickly because it was the tearing of Dorothy from fantasy to reality, from childhood to adulthood. Yeah. It had to happen quickly because yeah. she didn't really want it to happen. Mm-hmm. More disturbingly, when she arrives back, she's lying by the side of the river. Yeah. And we get what can only be compared to the shot from Psycho where you get Janet Lee's eye really close up. Well, first you and get... then it pulls out. That was exactly what it what, what happened. Just a massive close up yeah, of her eye, think... like you did when Janet Lee was dead. Yeah, I, I started with mud and a stick. Yeah. Yeah, then, weird. Yeah, then weird. a massive close up of her yeah. eye. Yeah. Then it pulled out, and I thought, wow, this girl is going to be a mess forever. Yeah. Um, and then Toto. 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 I mean, yeah. where have you been, Toto? Yeah. Well, bless him. He he didn't get invited this time. He finds her. Um, he went running through in Toto vision. Well, even that was shot like a horror film because basically yeah. the camera just yes, runs Toto towards vision. her like Toto vision. <laughs> I think there was a thing called real TV or live TV that did shows that dogs carried cameras around. Janet Street Porter ran it. Wow. Yeah, they also did top, topless darts. That's probably why you that. know it. Um, um, but it was yeah, like the Evil Dead. Thing. It was like this camera was just chasing through the foliage yeah. and then landed on Dorothy. Uncle Henry finds her. Good. Two points about Uncle Henry. Yeah. 
Number one. Oh. His legs better then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she said that. She said there's nothing wrong so with that. So he was His legs been better forever. Second point about Uncle Henry. Yeah. Did he look familiar to you? Yes, very. Who was he and what's he from? Bartender. Back to the Future 3. Bartender. Back to the Future 3. Correct. Trying to think of the bartender. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, when the doc drinks, he hasn't drunk in... Yes. However yeah. many years and he like passes it. out. Yeah, like there you it. go. Got a nice little connection there. Nice. Uh, we then find out that the clinic has burnt to the ground. <laughs> Obviously. The doctor's basically burnt to the ground with it because yeah. he ran back in to save his machines. Yeah. And then we get a beautiful little... This is cool with Miss Wilson in the back of the police carriage. Yeah. yeah. Dorothy's sitting with Auntie M and Miss Wilson goes by. Yeah, in the police, in the police carriage, carriage with bars. And yeah. All in black. Yeah, that was really cool. Beautiful little... Dark, yeah. dark end. And we see that the house is finished and she's got a nice little room upstairs. It's like a little house on the prairie. Yeah. I was getting Laura Ingalls vibe all over that. I'd love a bit of that. Yeah. That was good. And um, and then Osma appeared in the window, in, in the, the mirror. mirror. So clearly showing that the kid's still getting little back flashes of insanity. For me, this is Dorothy still having all these moments, but having learned how to control... And channel them. Really? Yeah. I don't agree. I think it's a child growing up who still has moments of wanting their childlike thing, like we all do, wanting to play with their Lego, wanting to play with their teddy bears, but they have to be an adult. Because she even makes earlier this, that Auntie M says earlier, like, you're no use to me, you know, you don't help. You know, help. Don't you think that will always be a part of her, though? And it's kind of like, you're yeah, there, but you're, you're my secret part now. I'm not going to keep yeah, telling but, people about like it. Like, it's for everybody. Your childhood is that secret part of me. I can't be you mm. unless I'm on my own. I can't give in to my childhood and to, to my imagination. I have to now live in the real world. Yeah. And so she gets these flashes and, yeah, that's it. It's kind of tragic, isn't it, yes. really? But no, she's happy at the end and she goes out to play. But... But, but sorry, I was waving my book around if you've got a weird noise. But when she goes out to play, I felt it kind of a weirdly sad ending. The well, music this, was sad. But this is what I mean. It the kind of is. The pulled away like it was sad. Well, it's kind of like, yeah, her childhood is kind of starting to dissipate. And yeah. that's, a, that's a hard life in 1900 America yeah. on the frontier like that. That, that ain't going to be no kettle of fish. No. I think girls should have stayed in Oz. <gasps> I said that earlier and you were like no you weren't going to save your friends no no you did not say that earlier you said and I quote ignorance is bliss you would have sold everyone out and gone straight back to Kansas oh yeah that's exactly what you said yeah true are you glad I introduced you to this absolutely wonderful wonderful Disney 80s film I'm going to be honest with you yeah and I'm going to say I am Really glad. Oh my god, that is music. I too, really it? enjoyed this. It had a proper eighties kids film spin to it, and obviously I was a kid in the eighties, right? So this was perfect. For yeah, me. this was brilliant. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great film. Yeah, it's got a lot of flaws. Yeah, I'm sure that the budget annihilated certain choices and la 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 la. But story wise, I thought it was really good, really enjoyable. You know, yeah, you could fascinate about all sorts of weird and random stuff like people do with films. But for me, usually, if it's a good story, I don't fascinate over the nonsense, over some of the shot choices or some of the whatever choices that people get carried away with. 
I enjoyed the story. So I'm really glad I watched it. Thank you very much. You're absolutely more than welcome. I could not be more pleased that you enjoyed it. I'll be honest with you. I loved this as a kid. I loved this film as an adult. I'm not saying it's perfect. It's not by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, no. But it is such a disturbing, bizarre, enjoyable adventure. And I think... It has moments of brilliance and I think if they had, if the studio had just let him run with it and if they hadn't like freaked out over certain points, apparently they, they fired him <laughs> about five weeks into filming right. and then he got reinstated after um, Lucas and Coppola went in and basically vouched for him. Oh wow, okay. Um, so I, I just wonder how brilliant this film could have been if they'd just given him more money. Should have given him more millions. Yeah, but then the film is the film because it had less millions. Oh, I know. Loved and that's it. What makes loved it brilliant, it, right? If it. every film had an unlimited budget, I actually think then most of them would be poor. I know, I know. You're right. But I bloomin' loved it. I loved it as well. And I particularly loved the first sort of act yeah. of this film. Absolute genius. Yeah. On that basis, mm-hmm. let's get to the VHS tapes. Okay. How many VHS tapes will you be giving a return to Oz? I love the... Th- the- VHS tapes is great because it makes me think of blockbusters and going there on a Friday night looking on the shelves. Anyway. You were fancy if you had blockbusters. Fancy. We had the local. Yeah. I think when we met that was still coming in video films. Anyway. Doesn't um, exist anymore. So. I'll give you. So I'll give this film. I thought it was a really great film and I'm going to give it three and a half VHS tapes. Yes, you are. Um, I don't think it deserves more than that for a number of reasons. But. I do think that it was a really good kids story, freaky as fuck, very enjoyable. And and if I can watch it at my age and think, do you know what, if I had kids, I'd let them watch that. That's cool. 100% agree then, with then, you. Then, yeah, it's great. Absolutely agree with you. I am of the same opinion. It's getting three and a half VHS takes Excellent. Me. Absolutely wonderful. Blooming loved it. Fantastic. However, oh. with pluses, there comes minuses. You have True. many. My main, main reason to dump you Do for this on. episode. Well, it's got to be the ignorance is bliss. I would have sold out my friends, taken the Gnome King's offer and headed back to Kansas. I mean, that is unforgivable. No, it's not. I mean, it is, Brian. So don't even try and they're justify no, it. They're no better than work acquaintances. <gasps> So, and you would sell out your work acquaintances. That's nice to know people, isn't hang on, it? Hang on. Mm. What, do we not all do that when we're offered a better job somewhere else? We don't go, oh, well, I'll stay on because Daryl really likes me. Don't try and rationalise it. That is number one. I don't really need any other reason to dump you, but I'll, okay. give, I'll give you a couple oh. couple more. Oh, there's more. Um, You claimed that the plot device of Belina and her egg was weak. It was, and I'll stand by that one, so feel free to dump me. Okay. Well, I'll that, sleep in the car. Well, that's going in as a second one, because I think that was unfair. Actually, I won't sleep in the car. It's back at Gatwick. Um, I also um, yeah. don't appreciate you criticising TikTok's movements. Okay. I should have bailed myself out, because he did shine up well at the end. Yeah, exactly. Very CP3, C3PO. Yes. Um. So, hatred of TikTok, plot device of Belene didn't work, and most importantly, and the only reason I really need, ignorance is bliss, get rid of your mates, 
Brilliant. Sort yourself out first. I think that should be the the sort of subtitle if we have one on this. Ignorance is bliss. Absolutely outrageous. A lot of things are outrageous to me. I'm aware of that. But that is probably the worst thing I've ever heard you say. And I've heard you say a lot of bad yeah, things. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't know if it's the worst. Well, thank you so much. That's been thank lovely. Thank you very much. I hope people have enjoyed that. So do I. <laughs> I could have spent days researching this film. Yeah, no, it was it was really great. I, I think really I got somewhat it. overwhelmed by it, if I'm honest with you. Oh. Well, until next time. Until next time, when it will be my choice again, which mm. I'm very much looking forward to. Always. This has been Reasons to Dump You. It has. Sinead, I shall let you go with the rest of this because I have made a bit of a mess of it previously. <laughs> well, that's very kind of you. Excellent. We are on Instagram. You can find us at reasons underscore pod. Do give us a follow. If you've enjoyed this, please rate us five stars on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. And tell your friends and spread the word. And we'll be back with you next time. We will indeed. Thanks very much. You've been listening to Reasons to Dump You. The podcast that means everything. everything.